All right, welcome to Simply Cyber Live, bringing cybersecurity industry experts on to share best practices, tips, and their experience with you. We're here every Thursday at 4.30 Eastern. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Gerald Ozier, and over the next hour, we have a very special show with a very special co-host who we'll get to in just a minute. Breaking in the industry is a major milestone on anybody's cyber career journey, and for some, it seems it will absolutely never happen. It can be really frustrating. And for others, they aren't sure what, if what they're doing is even the best option. I am super excited to share that today we will be talking with what I hope will be over 30 cybersecurity professionals that have broken into the industry within the last 12 months. These people still have that, that fresh knowledge, that fresh experience of what it took, various roles, various backgrounds, all unique perspectives. They will be sharing with us their journey on breaking in, what worked for them, what didn't, and how you can use it. This will be fast moving show, but you're encouraged to ask questions and engage via chat. You all are the ones that make the Simply Cyber Live experience amazing. And today is even more special to have you as part of the actual show as well. I'm like so, so pumped about this. A couple of protocols for the questions though, okay? If you receive the invite to be part of the show with the link that I emailed folks and you cannot get in, that just means that the phone lines are full, right? It can only support 10 people in here at a time. As people rotate through, try to jump on the line, drop your, uh, you know, jump into the studio and we'll get you in here, okay? Like I said, rapid fire. We want to get as many people as we can in here. Also, if you are in the audience right now, right? I saw Carrie, I saw Lincoln Kennedy, I saw Justin Gold, I saw a bunch of people in there, Christopher Word. I saw you all, right? If you are in chat right now with us and you broke in within the last 12 months into cybersecurity and you want to share your lessons learned, ping me on Discord, right? DM me, get to me somehow, and I'll share the link with you uh, that you need to get backstage and be able to come on and share your story. Just hit exclamation point discord in chat and my bot will help you get what you need to get. Start all questions with a capital Q. If you have a question for the audience, this is kind of rapid fire. So I don't know how many questions we're going to get to, but the capital Q tells us that that question is for the people on stage, not for chat itself. Also, I'll make every effort to get to your question, so no need to submit it more than once. Spamming isn't going to do anything other than, you know, clog chat up and, and it be excessive, and there's no reason for it, so don't do it, okay? In general, be sure to connect with me and many members of the Simply Cyber community within the Simply Cyber Discord server. I already see some Discord DMs coming in. This is great. Hashtag Discord, uh, hashtag, listen to me. Exclamation point Discord and chat will have Nightbot tell you exactly how to join. Okay. So even if you're not trying to be part of today's show, come join the community. There's good people in there, very inclusive, sharing knowledge, experience, answering questions. It's great. Okay. Enough with the intro. Let's get into the show. Hey, Stacy Loki. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Guys, I am so, so excited. So normally I host Simply Cyber Live solo, but Stacy and I have been talking over the last couple months and we thought it'd be really, really fun for Stacy to, to co-host Simply Cyber and really get that experience in the seat. And what couldn't be a, like a better option than talking about breaking into the industry. Now, before we start bringing guests in, Stacy. You also happen to be the target demographic of individuals who have broken in the last 12 months. Is that right? 
Yeah, I'm like super blessed. I mean, it feels unreal to make it to the other side. But once you do, it's, it's pretty cool to, to, you know, look back and be like, hey, guys, we can do this. It's, you know, you definitely if the moment you make it over, you can't help but like, you know, see how many other people you can bring with you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, Stacy, what was what was something that you did that really delivered a lot of value? Maybe it wasn't the thing that got you the job, yeah. but like, you know, definitely got to do it. Best practice. Um, best practice. I know it sounds super cliche, but be yourself. Um, you know, at the beginning of my cyber uh, journey, I thought I needed to be like super technical. I need to be more DevOps, more, you know, learn languages and whatnot. But honestly, I feel like what got me the job was me being me, me just saying, Hey, I think it's a cool community. I love how positive it is. I love that I can continue to learn. And I've been really open about my struggles and about the, my, my little wins as little as they may be. And I feel like it's resonated with people. It resonated with my hiring managers. It resonated with recruiters. And so truthfully, I think just just being real about, you know, what you know and what you don't know. I think, you know, that for me, at least that was the key. Being my talkative, nerdy self worked, worked out in the end. Yeah. So being genuine, being yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What about the flip side of that? What type of things did you uh, did people tell you to do? Right. Blowhards with gray hair like me. Oh, you should totally do this. Like what, what are things that you did that you felt really didn't deter, excuse me, return any value on your investment, whether it was time, money, et cetera? Um, well, you know, everyone says like, you know, I mean, I think, I think it's a kind of a, a slippery slope either way, because what works for me might not work for somebody else. And what works for somebody else might not work for me. So, you know, I'm one of those boot camp grads. And so like, uh oh, a lot of people don't like boot camps and it doesn't work out. But for me, it did, you know, and the same token, I don't have any certs, I don't have any security certifications, but I got the job, you know, so it's, it's so hard to have a defining line of, hey, this is what's going to work. And this is what doesn't work. And that's why I, I kind of feel like you really just have to be true to like what you think your path is and what you think you should be doing because if you believe in it other people are going to believe in it too so your role is a SOC analyst correct that's correct yep now when you were picking your role because because a lot of people you know say oh I want to work in cybersecurity it's like the first mm -hmm. thing you people tell you and then the next thing is like okay well what do you want to do I can't help you unless I know what you want to do yeah how did you start off going from, I want to work in cybersecurity to, I want to be a SOC analyst? Yeah. So I think for me, I knew that I wanted to be in this industry because it offered a lot of opportunities to grow. So I knew no matter where I landed my foot in the door, like I could pivot and grow. And so for luckily for me, when I, for my initial cybersecurity job, I was a phishing analyst. So, you know, people would submit their weird phishing emails and then, you know, I would triage them. And luckily I thought that was pretty cool. I decided, you know what, working in the SOC seems pretty cool. I want to see what, you know, how do I dive deeper into this area? And the way you dive deeper is a detection and response analyst, which is um, what I pivoted to. And um, I actually got a promotion and got a, I landed a full-time job in the MDR. I love it. I love it. Um, what particular, um, I guess, is there any like one resource that you found really valuable? Um, you know, this, this might seem kind of like, again, cliche or like 
talking to the audience, but it's like the big ones are YouTube and LinkedIn. It's like LinkedIn for that community and that support and those other resources. And then YouTube just for good old videos, like, you know, from conferences from RSA to like experts, um, like, you know, uh, Katie Nichols are just like some miter stuff. You can't go wrong with at least these two things in your back pocket. At least I felt like, you know, people are always sharing resources and um, it can be in a really encouraging community. I know I've had really positive feedback from the LinkedIn community. Y'all have been really great to me. And so um, it's really helps when there's been times that I've been struggling. Oh, thank you. And you know what? We've got a question for Damien here that I want to get to in one second. But I have a question because this is one that I really, I, I can't answer for myself and I'll never be able to because I'm, I'm, I've just been in the industry so long. Is Discord, because I tell people all the time, hey, mm -hmm. get on Discord. Like I, I said it in the intro. Do you find, did you find Discord to be valuable after you got in or, or was it valuable before you got in or was it intimidating? You know what I mean? Like, is, cause you mm -hmm. just said LinkedIn and YouTube were valuable. You didn't mention discord and yeah. that doesn't reconcile with me. So I'm, I'm really curious. How, how do you perceive discord as value before getting in? Um, so before getting in discord was like, uh, up there with like Reddit and like, 4chan like it was just it was it was mad intimidating and so I think that's what like why I didn't initially broach that avenue but you know having plugged in to LinkedIn and after getting the job I found little pockets where like you know it can be really valuable I think the thing um where I struggle with discord is um I'm not consistent enough and you know I feel like those communities are really tight-knit and I feel like hey if I'm going to be a part of this community I need to be giving consistently so i think that's the only reason i i i don't plug discord as you know uh a staple for me personally okay <laughs> i'm just finding out right now that i've been sending the wrong link to our guests so um casey uh base mod uh uh just a great mod uh, has informed me of this so let's bring casey on uh stacy and, you know, Casey from California, and he can be the first guest while I get this business sorted out over here. Casey, you're <laughs> on with Stacy. Hi. Hey, Casey. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty well. How are you? Good, good. I'm excited for this uh, show today. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, and pumped to learn about other people's stories. Um, one, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I just started as a technical PM at mm -hmm. NCC Group uh, about three months ago. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, you know, I it was funny. The kind of the story is I was talking with Stefan from the community. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was in between interviews with Expel. Um, oh. <laughs> and uh, go, going for the, uh, the associate analyst role. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was had a conversation with Stefan one Saturday and he was telling me his spiel about utilizing your existing experience mm -hmm. and not necessarily going for the, you know, minimal number of available entry level positions just because yep. that's the way that people think they need to get in. Yeah. You're right. And yeah, you know, ultimately I ended up not making it to the final interview with expel, which no big deal. I still oh, love no. the company. Still yeah. love everything you guys are doing over there. Um, but I took that next Monday. I went mm -hmm. and saw that NCC had a technical PM role. I mm -hmm. have six plus years of as a PM. 
Oh, wow. And I went, all right, reached out to the recruiters, said, tell me about this role. Mm -hmm. They put my info through about, mm, well, three interviews in, got the job. That's awesome. And so I would say, I mean, I know in my experience, it definitely helped, but like utilizing those past interviews that maybe didn't go so well. I mean, how did you, how did you utilize that past experience? Was it a mood booster or was that kind of like, did you have to reframe your mindset going into this next interview? It was very much a, every no is a step closer to a yes. Right. Yeah. How I took that. And Mm -hmm. I, I really went into the, the technical PM interview just like kind of shot in the dark i have the pm experience let's see if my technical is enough for them to bring me on wow okay and then how did it feel when they let you know that hey you're you're the right person oh it was awesome getting the the phone call from the recruiter and it was on a friday this is oh. in my week too so oh, yes. great way to end the week and so did you have like how did it go after that you had your like inner circle to tell you tell your family where I bet everyone was super stoked. Oh yeah. Family. My wife, my wife was the first person I told. And I think, uh, Jerry was probably the second person I told right? <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of our mod chat. Uh, oh, that's, that's so know. exciting. And I think you touched upon it too, is like you end up with this community of people who are rooting for you. And it helps so much when you're going into these next interviews to be like, okay, guys, I got another one. They're all amped for you. So when you get to deliver the good news, I feel like it ups everybody's like circle. It's like, they're all excited for you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hey, Casey, what, one, one tip for everybody before we let you go. Yeah. Utilize your existing experience. Take advantage of existing experience. Sound advice. I love it. Leverage it. it. I love it. Thanks so much, Casey. Thank you, Casey. Yep. We'll see. All right, Stacey. It looks like we've got uh, everybody. We've got tons of people queued up now. So it was definitely a layer eight problem right here. We've got Casey, sock analyst from Las Vegas, Nevada. Casey, you're on with Stacey. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty well. Um, so tell us about your experience. What's uh, What do you do? Um, what do you do and how long? Sure. Uh, SOC analyst for about seven months now. Okay. All right. And what do you think was, um, what, what helped you land that role? So my situation is kind of unique in that I actually was part of an apprenticeship. And so from that apprenticeship, I got the position. Wow. Okay. So that's like the golden goose, right? Those are kind of rare to find, hard to find. So how, how are you able to land such a coveted, coveted spot? Uh, so I was actually part of the very first uh, women's in cybersecurity veteran cyber program. And so through that program, uh, they had slots for us basically. And um, oh. I just, I'm a very, um, I I guess, goal-oriented person, and I knew what company I wanted. I did the research, and I just executed. And and so, yeah, it's pretty much a dream come true. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like it. So I guess in your experience, um, going after those associations, being a part of that can can really pay dividends in the end, right? Oh, most definitely. All right. Wow. So any uh, final advice for people still looking to break in? I'd say double down on your strengths and interests because you don't want to 
focus on something you don't like because just like your passion, if you don't like it, it it's not going to work out. So definitely focus on what you really enjoy. And okay, I said that was the last question, but one more real quick. And so seven months in, how do you like how do you like it? Is it is it still everything you thought it was going to be? Oh man, everything and then more uh, because our sock is not traditional. So I get to learn a lot of things. I get to learn automation. I get to learn digital forensics. So it's pretty awesome. Oh wow! And what company is this again? If you don't mind us telling Sharon, uh, it's a uh, Sentinel One. Cool. All right, everyone, you heard it. You heard it. <laughs> That's right. Thanks so much, Casey, for sharing your story. Great, great tips coming out of here. I love it. Our next caller is Manos from Greece. He's a vulnerability management analyst. Hey, Manos, you're on with Stacy. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? It's my pleasure to be in this show. Wow. Okay. All right. So tell us, what tips do you have for us? I have many of those, actually. Uh, some of the tips I would like to share with uh, mm -hmm. our network is that you can literally make your own career in cybersecurity very easily. Mm -hmm. uh, to start with that uh, and explain why is uh, you have firstly to understand the requirements for the position you're interested, right? right. Uh, and what's the best to do for that? If you, for example, if you're interested to start a career as a shock analyst, you would need to have a basic understanding at uh, network topologies, at um, mm -hmm. architecture, uh, at different services that come along with uh, network protocols, and maybe some cyber threats that you are going to defend. Uh, after that, you have to enrich maybe some of the gaps that you have in these technologies if you're not coming from an IT background and yeah. you're from a different uh, professional or different uh, university. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, there are many different resources. There are many free stuff. And I can also suggest Simply Cyber for that <laughs> because mm -hmm. there are a lot of free resources to use in, in this case. And also, uh, when you want to, let's say, start a career, before you do that, you have to realize if you're ready to do a, a career like that. Yeah. And in order to understand uh, this career, you mm -hmm. can make a network or uh, speak with other professionals that uh, did the specific career in order to understand if it is something that you would like to do uh, in a daily workflow. Yeah. Okay. So you said that you were a vulnerability analyst um, uh, or management yes. consultant. How long have you been in that role? I have been uh, almost seven months right now. Uh, mostly, I'm responsible for the hardening and patching uh, of different uh, servers uh, with uh, different operating systems. And uh, also, I'm tracking uh, the internal and external vulnerabilities uh, based oh, wow. on our enterprise. Okay. And then prior to this role, what was your position before being? Uh, that's a really interesting question. Uh, I was a SOC analyst. for. Oh, you months. were a SOC analyst, and then you moved to the vulnerability analyst? Yeah, and guess why? Uh, I guess uh, I will just share it with uh, no precautions. As a SOC analyst, uh, and you know that better, uh, you have a working, working shifting schedule. So mm -hmm. uh, you need to be uh, really, uh, let's say, passionate for that. And you need to understand that there will be times that we will feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Because there will be, you know, ma many threats, uh, many actions that you have to do yes. during the day. And it's going to be, you know, stressful. 
So uh, the reason I, let's say, swapped roles and transitioned, you transitioned because, you pivoted. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I felt really overwhelmed. I, I was something I couldn't bear for. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I mean, being a soft analyst is intense. It can be. I mean, I think we all know the lifespan isn't very long. Most people pivot it out, yeah. and you're you're a prime example. And so now you're you're happy and healthy, and um, you're looking to stay in that position, or you think you might want to pivot out and do something different later down on the road. That's a really good question too. Uh, my final goal is to become a CISO. <laughs> that's 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 yeah, a hey, big hey, life yeah. expectation. But uh, <laughs> the reason I want to become CISO is uh, I'm just trying to expand my knowledge uh, to yeah. different perspectives. Like blue team, red team. The 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 starting position was a blue team. Now mm -hmm. I'm just uh, you know uh, studying for the certification of Sheikh. Uh, mm -hmm. for the red team uh, and now i'm gonna take uh, this position as a grc position because it's not okay. a, in a grc position exactly but i i do some compliance too okay I then early. so yeah uh that's all okay. yeah i love it dude if your goal is to be a CISO, i mean you're definitely at the buffet table yeah. sampling everything I yeah. know, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly you're definitely on your way I love it. Thank, thanks so much, Manos, for, for sharing um, from Greece and vulnerability management. I love it. Thank you very much, Lou. Have a good night, yeah. everyone. All right, take care. All right. So, Stacy, our next one is uh, Mafus. He is a pen tester at Close Brothers, which is a UK bank. Uh, Mafus, thanks for being here. You're on with Stacy. Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you loud and clear. So tell Pleasure us to be here. I love how it's going, by the way. Oh, Great cool. Conference. Good. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm kind of sweating a little. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> nah, nah, relax. Listen, there, there's hiccups, but that's part of the, okay. the live experience, as I'm Ooh. sure you know. So. <laughs> All right. Amazing. So tell us, what, what do you think um, has helped you break <laughs> into your role or into cybersecurity? Sure. So I'm six months, well, f five months into... Uh, okay my penetration testing and vulnerability management specialist role. Here's a handful of a title, I know. Um, what helped me get it? I think visibility, Stacey, mm. um, if I'm being honest. Yeah. If you're learning, which many of us are because we have the internet, you're yeah. learning, you're probably learning a lot. You need to make that public. Here's what I'm learning. Hack the box. Here's a machine I've compromised. Here's a write-up. Here's the stuff I learnt. Um, while compromising the machine, da 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 da. LinkedIn post, uh, maybe yeah. a blog post, maybe a YouTube channel. Get yourself out there. That that would be my uh, short piece of advice. Okay, no, I think that that's brilliant, and I think similarly, I think that's kind of what helped me too. What were your favorite social media, or where was your favorite spots for you in particular? Where did you love to share your 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 um, journey? It has to be LinkedIn, Stacey. Right? It has to be LinkedIn. It has it's, to be. Look, it's a professional Facebook, right? <laughs> um, you know, you're looking for a job or you're looking to move from one industry to another. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is where the party's at, guys. Okay, so yeah. you need yeah. to put yourself on there. Um, and Discord was mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Discord, I think, played an excellent part in terms of helping with... Um, uh, good CV building and interview yeah. practice. Okay, I met complete strangers who I, I'm not paying by the hour, but they're providing me, you know, advice that should, should could be charged That's for. That's true, right? Yeah. It's free advice, guys. Yeah, it's you like, have access to CISOs and to like top level professionals. ridiculous. Exactly, yes. exactly. Like, what do you do? Oh, I'm in this job. And they just like list out your dream job. Well, yeah. you're talking to him for free now. You know, it's, yeah. it's a win. Uh, and some of these people in, in the community are quite amazing, like super helpful. So you can't go wrong with like no, a place like this one. I think, I think that was brilliant.
Spot on. Mafus, can I ask you a question? Being a pen tester, uh, two things. One, because I'm not a pen tester, right? That's, you sure. know, I, I dabble and even that is <laughs> questionable. Um, sure. Did you find, um, like, obviously the hack the boxes, the try hack me's, those are skill <clears> development <throat> type stuff. Yes. With, with the try hack me rankings and the gamification <laughs> and the blog posts, when you went to interview, were those elements relevant to the hiring candidate or the hiring staff right did, did they ask you or were they so, intrigued when you told them about those things okay so it's more about attitude gerald right so it's the fact that i'm talking about my uh, experience with hack the box what i learned the attitude shows i'm genuinely interested in cybersecurity, right i'm not in a job but i'm talking this guy's not in a cybersecurity job but yeah. he's talking about cybersecurity all the time on linkedin that gets you through the door mm -hmm. and then at the interview stage um i'll say it's more about you know it might be a technical um set of questions and you need to answer competently so you know there's several stages but you need to get yourself through the door and get yourself doing interviews if no one invites you for an interview guess what you're not you're not getting a job so mm -hmm. um get yourself there first and then heck if you don't get a job at least you're getting interview practice 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 and then you're gonna get better at it and probably get job offers come through i love it all right well thanks thanks mafu so much for uh sharing no worries, we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye uh, to you and get ready for the next sure. person thank you Hold, all right take all right hey before we bring up our nest our next awesome guest um stacy i think this is going awesome i love uh your hosting capabilities chat i know that we've been moving fast um, if you want to be on the show with us and share your story, if you broke in in the last 12 months, DM me on Discord. You can hit exclamation point Discord to get the Discord invitation. Just DM me. Tell me what you want to do. You want to be in it, and I'll send you the link, and you can bring it in. Stacy, we're going to bring on uh, someone who I've been engaging with quite frequently on LinkedIn, at least uh, back when she was trying to uh, break in. And uh, I've I've watched her break in story and it's it's been fantastic. I mean, I've been watching from a distance, okay. but it's still cool. We <laughs> are welcoming on to the call. Let me. I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, Alana Stroud. Um, I wanted to get a role right. Cybersecurity risk content analyst from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Alana, you are on with Stacy. Hi. Nice to meet you, Stacy. Nice to meet you too. So is it Alana or Elena? It's Elena. Long A. Okay, right. I let me just back up. I'm sorry, Elena. Okay. I'm sorry. How would you ever know? You would never Let's know. Just no, it okay. no, no. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. All right. So um say that say your position one more time. What what, what is it that you do? So I am a cybersecurity risk content analyst. Um basically okay. I work for CyberGRX. I've got my shirt on. We do third-party risk management, and I am in charge of the content that goes into our assessment. Um, and I have a cybersecurity background, so I guess that's how it all fits together. It is kind of a, a weird title, but yeah, I think that's the first title I've heard like that. So that's why I was kind of interested. Okay, so um, what advice do you have for um, breaking in? What had helped you uh, land this position or, or land the job? Network, network, network. Um, when I was in, I went to SecureSet, which is cybersecurity boot camp. Yeah. And one of my instructors, uh, Nato Riley, he's on LinkedIn as well. Oh, yeah. 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 So he was one of my instructors. And I was like, you've got what I want. And I asked him to help me. So he taught me how to use LinkedIn. And it is a tool. I don't mm -hmm. care what anybody says. It's yeah. a tool. So 
uh, he was like, this is what you need to do. Um, this is how, you know, create your own hashtag. So I have my own hashtag that I add to all of my posts. Okay. Um, Prior to going into cyber, I drove Lyft full-time for two years. So I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. I don't care what your title is. I don't care what acronyms you have after your name. Um, I want to know. I like to ask questions. So LinkedIn for me was an awesome opportunity to get straight in there, start talking to people, asking questions, learning things. I would share articles. I would share things that I was learning myself. Um, Anything to get people engaged, talking to me, asking Mm -hmm. questions, just the community is so amazing. Like you yeah. know, as I was saying, um, so yeah, I mean, that's really it in a nutshell. My first job was in a sock and mm-hmm. the CEO saw a post. We weren't even connected. And he wrote me. Yeah. He wrote me and he was like, send me your resume. And he gave me a chance to interview. And that ended up being my first cyber job. And I was there for a year and I came into cyber GRX about five, six months ago. And even in my interviews there, they were asking me about things that they had seen that they see on my profile. So it's important. It's important mm-hmm. to put out there. It's important mm-hmm. to keep your profile updated with everything that you're doing, everything you're learning. Um, it's an amazing place. And that's got me here. So that being said, I know some people have a trouble reaching out and making those connections. Do you have any advice for them on how to make a connection, how to maybe reach out to someone who works at your dream company? I mean, it's it's really... I just tell people, don't be shy. I know it's difficult. You feel like you're bothering somebody. You, you don't know yeah. what somebody's up to. You don't want to reach out and you know interrupt their day. But the, the cyber community is so supportive and friendly. It is. There is no one that I have ever reached out to that was like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm too busy for this. I don't have time for you. Yeah. I don't want to talk. No one has ever turned me down. And mm-hmm. you know, I have directly on my profile that I like to help entry-level cyber people because that's how I got in. People helped me. So if anybody is watching this and you have questions or you want some help, please reach out, message me. I'm always on LinkedIn. I'm glad to help direct you, but yeah, just don't be shy. We are all here to help each other and lift each other up. No, I think you've touched on an excellent point because in my, like, you know, I, I came, came from hospitality and it's interesting because in cyber, I feel like the community as a whole is super positive and willing to help. And like you said, like there hasn't been a person that I've reached out to who has been like, I don't have time for you. No, everyone's been super willing. And so, but it does take some risk on your part, having to reach out and make those connections. Yes. But if there's no risk, you got to, what is it? What's that yeah. saying? You got to risk it for yeah. the biscuit. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. If, if you yeah. don't take that step, if you don't step out on that limb, you never know if you're going to fly and everything is up here. Everything is mental. So, and just because mm-hmm. someone else tells you it's impossible, maybe impossible for them, but it's not impossible yeah. for you. Yeah. So, I mean, those are just all things that I, I try to help people with. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I love it, Elena. One one question I have for you, Elena, and if you if you don't want to talk about it because I don't know the backstory, um, we can just move on. But I know when you were you originally broke in and then you you didn't stay with that company and now you took the job you have now. And I thought that that was an important lesson because I, you know from from the outside looking in, I feel like people are so hungry and so desperate to break in that when they finally get it. They may, it may be a situation that isn't a good situation. And now they've got this catch 22 of like, oh my God, I worked so hard for this. What do I do? Um, if you are comfortable, do you want to talk about like being true to yourself, I suppose? Cause I think that's kind of how I perceived it. Yeah, absolutely. So I love security. Um, 
I, I, I'm not sure that I loved being in a sock so much. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 41. I'll just throw it out there. And some of the hours working in a sock are difficult. Um, it's grueling work. It was hard to get time off. And when I was in cyber school, I knew that I had a, an affinity for GRC. I knew that that's the direction that I wanted to go. So as I gained experience in the SOC, which I loved, I, I loved the experience that I gained there and the things that I did, but I knew that wasn't ultimately where I wanted to be. And I put in my year, I started looking around, I let my bosses know, hey, you know, and they were supportive. He was like, hey, you need to be true to yourself. And Cyber is so vast. How do you know that where you end up the first time around is going to be where you want to stay? You don't. Yeah. There's so many different things. And as I learned more and more, it was like, okay, I want to start going that way. So I need to start making connections in that realm. I need to start studying up. And, you know, your GRC course, phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal. thank you. I, I, but, thank um, you. That makes me blush. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it is you really have to evaluate, am I enjoying this? Is this something I want to do long-term? What feeds my soul mm -hmm. and go from there? Yeah. I, I, and it's so, it's so true. I feel like it's, it's, it's going to be short-term gain, long-term loss as it just kind of eats away at you. Um, and I, and you were there a year. I didn't realize that in my mind, it was like, you were announcing that you got the job and then you were announcing that you, you, you were not going to work there anymore. And I was like, God dang. But uh, anyways, Elena, it, it was nice to speak with you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your tips. Uh, we'll say goodbye to you now, but please continue uh, with the stream uh, as always and a, a member of the Simply Cyber community as well. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Barry. Thanks, Stacey. <laughs> Bye, Elena. So Stacey, our next caller is Jake from West Texas. Jake, you're on with Stacey. Hey. Hello, Jake. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well, hanging in there. Um, so tell us, what what do you do in cyber and for how long? So right now I am a GRC analyst. I've been a GRC analyst for, I guess, technically like 15 months. So I'm a little <laughs> past that year mark. But uh, yeah, not too long. And this is actually just GRC position. It's my first like cyber position that okay. I've had, actually. I've kind of broken into GRC from the help desk. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting transition. All right. And so what, what's your tips or what's something that helped you land that role or tr transition into cyber? So I think I can kind of harp on what Elena said with the networking, mm -hmm. but also like, don't forget to network internally at companies. If you are at a larger organization that yeah. has a GRC kind of department, mm -hmm. um, I think what set me apart, I mean, I came from help desk to GRC. So there, there was a long history of my work that they could go back and look at and making sure that you shine to the people who mm -hmm. you want to shine to internally is really important. And then making sure like being available to them as well. Like they need to know who you are. Yeah. Now, were you ever scared to let people know that you might want to transition out of the help desk or is that kind of like? I don't, I think, no, I was pretty open about it. I was very open that I was in school. I was working on, you know, getting past the help desk and kind of doing like other things than the help desk. So, and, and maybe that's, you know, just good management from my team at the time mm -hmm. where they were also able to kind of push me to the, to the right people as well. But no, I was, 
I was open about my intentions. That's that's good because you know I do feel bad for the people who are like you know trying to transition into cyber from a different career, but like can't post about it, can't talk about it really because yeah. I feel like it's like an opportunity lost right there in that learning stage. For sure, especially when you have like a direct connection with somebody already. Yeah. So were you able to um, have any one-on-ones with the department that you're now in, in the GRC department? Yeah. So, I mean, to be totally honest, it's kind of small. So they're like, just, they, if, oh. we, if a ticket gets sent to security, like they're going to see it. So, you know, they had, we had like a working relationship already and then just getting beyond that and being, I, I mean, this goes back to networking and it kind of like oh, sucks yeah. that it feels like this sometimes, but like just being friendly with people and open and mm -hmm. making yourself available to them and letting them know what you want and just hearing what they want as well and seeing how you can help them. So um, a little bit more uh, about the transition. So was this a position that came open internally or did you, was this a position they created for you? How did that come no, about? It was an internal position. They have a, they've been, our company or our organization has been developing at their GRC a lot more. Mm -hmm. in the last few years and i mean there's a whole long history about that so not only are they like developing the team i was the first hire now so now i'm going to have oh, some experience to like help develop the team as well so i mean that's a little like my no story, but that's guess, really but, cool i mean I, yeah. that shows it paid off to, to share your story it paid off yeah. you got in at ground level and now you're turning around helping hire more people for this department right. Oh my yep. gosh, that's so exciting. So I guess if I ask you, how do you like your job now? What's the answer? Well, I mean, uh, so I did, I'll be honest, I struggled kind of early on in the first few months with GRC mm -hmm. because it was GRC and it wasn't like analyst stuff or red team yeah. stuff where I was, I didn't have hands on keyboard with anything. I was working out of, you know, Outlook and reading contracts and Word and all that stuff. Yeah. It just wasn't like sexy or whatever. But, <laughs> Um, I mean, if you, I've learned to fall in love with it the last six months, so mm -hmm. not six months, I guess the last year or so. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like, it's hard to, you just have to fall in love with the process and understand that it's different than everything else in cyber and kind of the grass is always greener, no matter where you are. So, uh, yeah, just yeah, do what you're I there for. I think maybe too uh, that you touched upon. I mean, when you work with a company who's like open and willing, it makes you want to be open and willing. And then in this case, it benefited you because you felt you ended up finding a pretty sweet job, got in ground level. Um, yeah. It's pretty exciting. And it's a good culture to be in too. Yeah. Jake, one question I have for you because it's another kind of common conception in our industry that like help desk is a great. Yeah, like entry level feeder role that can get you into cyber if you're having a tough time. I, I don't know how long you were at help uh, at, at the support desk, but mm -hmm. did you intentionally take that role to go there? Or did you get there and then find out about cyber and you're like, oh, this is perfect. I'm already here. Like, what was that? How did that work? Yeah. So, I mean, my whole IT journey in general is kind of accidental. I just kind of found out that I liked it while I was in school and then started going to school for IT stuff. So when I got the help desk job, I was getting the help desk job as a launch pad for other stuff. But I mean, I think at the time I was looking more like a network engineer role. So, but then you find out about cybersecurity throughout the coursework and it was way more interesting than networking to me. So I just, it, to I guess to answer your question, no, I didn't do it intentionally to get into cyber, but you kind of accidentally like fall in love with stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's <laughs> easy to fall in love with cyber.
I'm a big, I'm a big I heart cyber guy uh, personally. (laughs) So Jake, thanks so much for sharing your journey. We're going to let you go here and bring in our next caller. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Stacy, our next uh, caller is Stacy also. So Stacy, meet Stacy. Stacy is from San Antonio, Texas. Thanks, Stacy, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, Stacy, how are you? This is so cool. You even spell it with the E. I know, the right spelling, right? No, no, no. There's been so many rhyming names today. It's great. <laughs> I know, right? There's been a theme with the Stacy. Okay, so um, tell us what you do and how long have you been doing it? Yeah, for sure. So I started my position in January. It's actually technically an apprenticeship still, but I'm actually in training and awareness. Um, So I'm a program manager for a cybersecurity training and awareness marketing firm. And we come in and we do um, basically, uh, you know, custom cybersecurity awareness and training campaigns for organizations based on their needs, their specific risk and who they're trying to target in their organization. Okay. All right. And then um, so kind of an interesting uh, area. How did you get interested in this area? Or was this like, was this an area of interest? Or was this an opportunity that we want to grow in? How did that happen? No, I think it's both. And I I think that's sort of my biggest piece of advice. I'm coming from working in education. I've been in education the last 15 years. Um, Became really interested in cybersecurity, but don't have the technical background. I've been doing Mm -hmm. a lot of self-study, but, you know, in networking and talking to people and talking to different mentors, you know, a big piece of advice I got too was, was looking at what I can do that's transferable so that I can begin to break in. And, and I think a huge interest for me was sort of a training and awareness piece um, that got me interested in the first place. And so it's the perfect avenue for me to break in um, because so much of what I've done for the last 15 years transfers over into that with education. Um, so it's been, you know, just a a great way to come into the industry while I can also continue to learn technical skills and also throughout this position, um, meet and network with more people in the industry. No, so I think that is is a really brilliant. I think this is a great example of like, like you said, finding what you're good at and then like transitioning it into cyber and you were able to make that like, that, that transition is seamless. <laughs> so do you think this is an area that you wanna stay in? Are you interested in other departments? I'm interested in other departments, but this has been really great too. I mean, I'm passionate about this because I think, right, this is where we see see the issues happen, right? This is the average user, the average employee and 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 helping educate them on what they need to do um, to protect the organization is so important, but we need more people and translating that message and explaining it and helping people connect with it. Um, so it has definitely uh, resonated with me on that end for sure. Was there any other uh, significant things that you think helped you land this position? Um, I, I mean, everyone said it so far too, right? Like networking, reaching out, being vulnerable, not being afraid to like just put yourself out there and ask. And um, to be honest, like in this position, I was offered it on the spot in a networking call. So, I mean, it it really does pay to put yourself out there and connect and say, hey, do you have a minute to talk to me? And and here's where I'm at. And here's like, like you said too, like here's my skill set. Here's what I don't know. Here's what I want to learn. Um, you know, can I have a chance? And and people, you know, taking that chance, um, but being who you are and, and being honest, I think too. Um, I know you said you come from a teaching background. So does that mean you were always kind of outgoing and was this easy to network? Was that easy for you or was it out of your comfort zone? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm fairly extroverted, but, um, I think 
yeah, networking maybe came a little bit easier to me in some regard, but there's still always nerves, right? Like it's yeah. still, it, it's hard to, to ask the questions and to go out there. And, and also, I mean, I think where I struggle is not wanting to interrupt anyone, right? Yeah. Of like, oh, you're so busy or, yeah. you know, like I think Alana said earlier, you know, like I'm not afraid to talk to anybody, whereas I'm kind of the opposite of that. I'm like, oh, that yeah. person doesn't have time I'm for sorry. me. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm <laughs> <Right>? sorry. <laughs> exactly. So building that confidence to be able to say like, one, the community has been so welcoming and people are willing to help. But two, to say like, you're doing this because you have a passion and an interest and like, no one should, you know, no one's going to fault you for that. And, you know, yeah. and if they don't have time, then you go on to the next person. But there are plenty of people out there who are willing um, to help and guide. Yeah, I, I love that you were offered the job on a networking <laughs> call. Like, like it happens, people, right? You don't like not everybody yeah. has to go through seven layers of hell of interviews to get oh. the job. So I'm super pumped for you, Stacy. This is this Thanks. has been cool. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for sharing your story. For uh, sure. I'm gonna, we're going to drop you and bring in our next guest. Okay. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Bye. I'll see if I can find another Stacy with an E for you, Stacy. <laughs> our next caller is Gabe. Gabe is from Sacramento, California. Gabe, you're on with Stacy. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Hey, Gabe. Super awesome and highly cyber background you have going on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm in the process of relocating, so I needed a little bit to cover all these boxes that I have behind uh, me. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> definitely on brand, on theme. So tell us uh, what do you do and how long have you been doing it for? Well, I'm a CISO, and I've been a CISO since um, September of last year. I was a consultant before that. Wow. And I've been, I've been going to school for like the last four years. Um, I'm working on a master's degree right now um, in information systems management. Uh, but uh, it's been a, an awesome journey. And I didn't even know about Simply Cyber or a lot of the other, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of the other more well-known uh, influencers. Um, mm -hmm. uh, like when I started and just getting in the community and networking, I realized like, hey, there's all these free resources and opportunities yeah. out there. Just you know, you've got to just get to know everybody and uh, really cool community. I, I was in a construction field before this as a project manager. So um, this community is a lot different and very welcoming and supportive. Right. It's it's kind of like, I, I mean, again, I don't have experience in a lot of other communities, but I just feel like this has to be rare. This isn't, an, this, other industries don't act like this, do they? I mean, they've been so supportive in almost like every turn. It's, it's kind of unreal. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, and it's and it's funny because uh, like I don't have a lot of experience as as, as, a, as much as other CISOs, um, mm -hmm. so I'm in this field. But um, you know, I wanted to come on and share that like your background has a lot of experience in it, and it's relative to you know the tech field. So, for instance, you know, in project management, I'm securing, um, I'm ordering supplies, I'm securing those supplies, I'm tracking. Uh, documenting different projects and, and, and funding and and the whole nine yards that it goes into all that stuff it, you can you can from your past experiences you can relate it and, and use it um, in your you know uh, IT or cybersecurity field whatever you're going into so, uh, so it's, it's important to look back you, you, a lot of people think they don't have experience and that's a huge thing to break in the field right I need experience mm -hmm. if you have it you have to find it I think that that's that's brilliant. It, that's it right there. And so, how did you um, do? You, did you just take your experience position by position that you were applying for? How did you how did you translate your current experience into make it marketable into cyber? 
How did you okay. take this tailor to each each role, or did you just do kind of a blanket thing? What's what's the key to success right there? Um, so I wanted to share. It's kind of like I'll share like a really quick summary of uh, of how I got into cyber. So um, so basically, what happened is I I got hurt. I got injured in the construction field, and mm -hmm. I got retrained. They, you know, and they said I had some money on the GI Bill. And I went to school. And I said, I want to do, you know, what I've always wanted to do. I want to be like a hacker, right? Yeah, so cool. I, started, I started going to school because, you know, pen testing is like the super cool thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then I, I learned about GRC and all these other different areas that you can go into. Um, and so I started going to college and then I would do projects, little Arduino IoT type projects, little coding projects, things like that. I started posting them. And then my employer, my current employer, saw these projects and started talking to me and and he owns an it service he's a you know an msp he owns an it services uh organization and so he started talking to me and he wanted to get serious about you know information security so i started you know kind of consulting he brought me on as a consultant um and then when he saw that you know i wasn't you know like i have a lot of background in management and things like that i was able to help him develop his entire business into four different uh departments areas so i like kind of restructured his entire company and he was blown away by you know how meticulous i was at contracts and, and things like that so i was able to leverage a conversation and projects that i had had publicized into getting into this position and it's very and, and it doesn't happen you know to everybody but it's it's Thank something you. that i think that if you and it's a smaller business so if you can hack your way into the system right go mm -hmm. after a smaller it company and just get a conversation going and and show them what you know and, and hopefully you'll get your foot in the door wow I love, yeah. it. I love it and and it just shows you people like for those in chat right you can even break in at the at the senior levels right mm -hmm. if you have comparable skills that can translate in there's no reason you don't you, there's no rules that says you can't do that so gabe thanks so much for sharing your story we're going to let you go and bring in our next caller thank you gabe. my pleasure thank you guys uh, Stacy, our next caller is Josh from Germantown, Maryland. Hey, Josh, you're on with Stacy. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, Josh, tell us what you do and how long have you been doing it? Uh, yeah, I'm a SOC analyst for um, Zenit Technology Partners. They're a contractor for the SBA. Okay. And how long have you have been at that role? Uh, six months. Six months. And do you like it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great job. It's SOC. SOC analyst so it's like you know boots on yeah, the ground. Yeah, grinding. You're you're in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see everything. So, um what do you think helped land you this job? What was something that you did that you thought was really helpful? Um I think my um experience like from college like just being in the cyber club and um trying okay. to do extracurriculars and um you know tinkering on my free time playing in CTFs. Mm -hmm. So how did you find this position? Was this something that you just applied for? Did you know somebody? Uh, a recruiter found me on LinkedIn. And okay, so uh, a recruiter found you. So what were you posting on LinkedIn? Um, I just said, I, I was in transition from my previous role. Um, mm -hmm. And I just, uh, I was just looking and then I got a call from, from, from the recruiter. And, 
I mean, you, you have to give us a little bit more. You had to have been doing something, right? For a recruiter reached out to you. Um, were you posting a lot of the things that you were doing? Or were you just like really active in your club? And then like those posts? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess, um, yeah, um, I did, was doing like try hack me and things like that. And okay. uh, my resume is really well laid out. Like I've definitely <laughs> worked on it a lot. I, ha I have good experience. Like this is my second like sock type role. Uh, okay. I was at Lidos before, and um, at Lidos, uh, we were doing uh, similar type things. So mm -hmm. uh, I also have experience, you know, with like forensics and. Uh, oh, okay. All right. So, do you like the sock, or do you think you're going to stay in the sock? Are you Are you trying to grind for something else? Uh, no. I mean, okay. The sock, <laughs> I I like some of it, but not. It, it's it's still. Yeah. Like, it's the bottom, so I don't want to stay here. Definitely not. I definitely know that I want to do threat detection and like okay. that kind of stuff, or like malware analysis, that kind of stuff. Okay. So all right, and so you're just getting your your. I think a lot of people. I think that's the thing too. Is like you got to get your foot in the door, and you get that experience, and then you can leverage it, right? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, I feel like okay, I since I know now, like, oh, I like threat detection and. Mm -hmm. Um, I can see like attacks now, like, and, and I read through logs all the time. Um, it's helping me like gain better, like recognition of like what attacks look like. Like I learned today, like what cobalt stripe looks like in, oh, awesome. in Windows event logs. Yeah. So, like, okay. Like that, I can kind of like use that as an experience in another interview somewhere. So I definitely know like, okay. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I'm just thinking of Josh. I'm looking. I'm thinking of Josh watching the logs go like it's the Matrix. He's like <laughs> redhead, Cobalt Strike, you know, blue dress. Like you know, just reading the logs. That's cool though. I, I love one thing you said that I'd like to understand a little bit more. You said that your resume is really good. Did it go through iterations of um, uh, updating, or did you just have a killer one, or did like wh like what is it about your resume that's so good? Uh, yeah, so I, uh, it, it did go through iterations. I took it to the career center a bunch and basically it was like, I, I shrunk it to one page. I had to really make it fit on one page only. And I just eliminated like things that were not necessary and just put bullet mm -hmm. points of like the most important activities that I did. And like, uh, you know, I have to leave off some stuff, right? Like I don't put every single um you know when yeah. i did summer sales or something you know i, I yeah. don't put like help desk you know um but uh, I, I just put on like the experience that relates to exactly the job if that makes sense yeah like, no it's perfect yeah, yeah it's it's high value um you know it speaks to whoever's looking at it just to remind everybody if your resume needs some help or better format on simplycyber.io free cyber sources or resources or something at the top all the way to the bottom it's three different cybersecurity templates one is if you do a lot of lab work and one is if you have some uh, industry experience in IT or or you know whatever some some you're not like coming straight out of college so go check those resumes out Josh thanks so much for sharing your stories and all the great tips and stuff genuinely appreciate it yes yeah thanks Scott. All, right. all right we'll talk to you um, Stacy, our next guest is Justin from Lexington. Okay. Jo Justin, you are on with Stacy. Hey. Hey, how Justin, how are you? 
Hey, I'm doing good. That's good. So uh, tell us, what do you do and how long have you been been doing it? Yeah, so in February, I got uh, transitioned from actually an operations role. Uh, so I work at a wastewater and water muni municipality. Mm -hmm. um, so the guy who's leading IT uh, wanted to change roles, so they, they moved me in. Um, I guess really all I really did to, you know, sell myself was yeah. when I got the job, you know, for operations, you know, I told them I had an IT degree mm -hmm. and I knew they were a growing company and I, I wanted to be a part of IT. And if that's really so to put me no, in. I mean, yeah, that, that's great. It's, it's you being verbal about what you want and letting people know so they can help you. And so they were pretty receptive. It was an easy transition or. Yeah. So basically whenever they offered it to me, they, just told me here, try it. If it doesn't work, we'll move you back. You know, no worries in that way. Um, and so, do they have um, a cybersecurity division that you're gonna try and work towards, or? <laughs> so actually, I'm the only IT person in house. Everything else Ooh. is handled by MSP. Okay. Managed security provider as well. It's the same company. Um, so okay. really, I just deal with the company and then just middleman. Mm -hmm. to the MSP and deal with them. All right. And so what do you think your future goals are um, after this position? Um, currently, I'm studying for a pen test plus. Okay. Um, I just passed my security plus at the end of March. So. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, so really just trying to take advice from everybody that I, you know, talk to and figure out what's a good path forward because, you know, everybody's in this position because, you know, it, let me reword that nobody takes a straightforward path to get yeah. to where they're at. So you just got to keep working and figure out where it goes and be open to what comes your way. No, I think that is one of the great things about cyber and about a lot of the people that we spoke with that like it didn't sound like not one of them had the same path or same transition into cyber so it really does offer hope and opportunity that hey like it's not too late i can still transition in or you know i'm going to use whatever experience i'm getting right now and help that propel me to my next position so yeah. what interests you about being wanting to be a pen tester is that um to me, it just has the most like creativity and interplay. Maybe mm -hmm. you know, it's it's not put into a box. There's no routine way of. I mean, there's frameworks, but it's yeah. not routine and or monotonous. You know, it's yeah. very open ended. You know, and I think the brilliant part too is the experience that you're getting right now. You know, you might unleash and you might like realize like, hey, I like, I really think this part's interesting. Let me focus mm -hmm. into there. Um, I mean, but I think that's with tech in general. You know, it's it's really versatile. Um, you know, it's always, hey, I'm not into this anymore, and you're not pigeonholed into a corner. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it was like what they were saying earlier. You don't know what you want to do until you find out that you don't want to do something. So you, you just you That's yes. it, right? That is it. That's the money line right there. <laughs> so well put. All right, Justin, thanks so much for uh, you sharing don't. your story and your tips, man. It was It's great to see you too. Put a put a face to the name. Justin and I have been talking on Discord quite a bit lately. So uh, good to see you, Justin. Yeah, good to see you. Hey, All right. Stacy, our next guest is going to be Porov. And I think I'm saying that right. He's calling from London, England. Porov, you are on with Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Jara. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, you bet. Is that how you say your name, Porov? How do you say your name? Uh, it's Porov. Porov, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm going to have to have a corrections <laughs> episode of this stream. Porov, thank you. <laughs> okay, Porov, tell us about what you do and how long you've been doing it. Uh, so currently, I'm a Microsoft Security Specialist um, at Consultancy, but I've spanned quite a few roles in Cybos. So like most people on the call today, I started off as a SOC analyst. Mm -hmm. um, then I moved into vulnerability management, and I also did a bit of uh, risk assessment, so GRC. Um, but currently, I'm, I'm focused on sort of the Microsoft sort of security stack and improving that for our, for our customers. Um, I like to be more hands-on than sort of GRC. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and so I guess since you've had several roles, what's led to those transitions or what's made those successful transitions? How do you how do you find the new role? How do you transition? How does that, that go? Um, yeah, I guess from SOC analyst to vulnerability management, I mean, alert fatigue is definitely real. Like, you know, you work with um, your, your team or, or your direct analyst to kind of tune out noise and things like that, but it can be a bit repetitive. What helped me, I think, was just kind of empowering myself to go a bit above and beyond that. So I know someone earlier mentioned phishing emails. So I came up with a way to sort of implement um, a way to purge phishing emails more efficiently. Mm -hmm. I also did some automation using logic apps in Azure. Um, I did a presentation around data protection, all those kind of things outside of a SOC analyst sort of direct mm -hmm. remit. Um, and that allowed me to transition. But being honest with you, with the vulnerability management one, I didn't even know what a CV was on day one. Um, um, but yeah, there was me within a month sort of presenting to key clients. So it was quite a steep learning curve. Um, but I'm really passionate about this industry, as I think um, a couple of others alluded to earlier as well, constantly researching things, watching webinars. You know, I've been watching Gerald's uh, show for quite a while now as well, um, and just kind of keeping up to date um, to, to, to help the transition as well. Now, so is this something, um, so you've, you've been able to make a lot of career changes. Is this something that you were vocal about in your, in your work environment? Or was this something that you did externally? How, how, how were you able to navigate that? Uh, I would say more externally. I think uh, LinkedIn has obviously been a, a great one uh, mm -hmm. just to approach sort of recruiters and agencies as well. I did try in my direct companies, like I wasn't necessarily looking to leave, but you know, there comes a point where maybe they can't help you uh, too much more than than what you have at the moment. And you kind of need to think for yourself, like, you know, if I can learn on my own and, and get a better position at somewhere else, then why not sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I was vocal about it in my current place. Um, touching on that point, I guess. Um, so once you've already broken in and you land that job, how did you know that, hey, maybe I'm ready to grow? Maybe this position isn't, isn't you know, everything. How, what was What was the breaking point for you, do you think? Um, as a SOC analyst, it was probably nine months in, I, I kind of felt like there wasn't much more I could do. Like I was a tier one analyst, but I had capability and knowledge to do tier two work, but I was very much segmented as a tier one analyst. So I couldn't do like containment actions, isolating machines, um, you know, proper forensics, proper incident response, like really like low level stuff, which I really wanted to get into. Um, and I had knowledge about that from again, playing around in home labs and watching webinars and things like that. Um, so that that was kind of the breaking point where the work kind of got a bit repetitive. I didn't really feel I was learning. I think that's been mm -hmm. a big one for me. If I don't feel like I'm learning or growing, then I'm stagnating, right? And that's where I would I would like to kind of transition potentially. 
No, I think that's awesome. Like you showed like a really forward momentum. And I know like, you know, historically, I think our, like, at least in my parents' generation, it's been like, no, you need to stay at this one company at this one job and you know, whatever. But like, I don't know, like your story is so inspiring to be like, no, let me keep grinding. Let me keep hustling. Let me just go on to what's next. Like that's exciting. <laughs> I mean, especially in IT and cyber, I think most people, you know, it, it may be an unpopular opinion, but a lot of people do move within one to two years because the market is a candidate's market right now. There's plenty of roles, there's plenty of companies out there, there's plenty of diversity in the different types of roles within cyber that you can move to. Um, and for me, like I said, because the different types of roles I've spanned really allows me to specialize in, in this role and, you know, in future roles as well. Um, so, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, like I, I've been saying recently to this point that like you really have to think of yourself as like the CEO of, of the business of you. You are the business, right? And when you go work for a company, like, yeah, you work for that company and you you do your job for the company, but you're essentially like, even though you're a full-time employee, it's like you're a contractor and you're consulting from your company for them, right? And if it's not helping you, then it's it's not a good fit. So yeah. uh, per, Absolutely. Per, per, Parav, thank you so much uh, for sharing your stories, your, your, your um, knowledge and experience. Um, genuinely appreciate it. I know a lot of people learned a lot today. I'm going to, I'm going to drop one, you one last thing to say, yep. just, um, Stacy said no certs. I also did it without no certs. It is possible. Well, guys. Okay. Um, so nice. keep grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that. Another great point. Thank you, Porov. I, I love that we're getting so, such a, a diverse and, and, you know, interesting story from so many different people. No certs, um, you know, this country, that country, SOC, GRC, like, no interviews, right? Like it's not, there is no one size fits all people. Like it's not whatever misconceptions you have of what the process is, blow it, blow it out because it's not always that way. All right. Uh, Stacia, our next guest is, uh, uh, I'm going to say this one wrong too. I'm sure. Uh, Anor <laughs> from, uh, uh, Austin, Texas. Anor, you are on with Stacy. I'll just stay here so you can tell me how I said it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I should have. Uh, I should have told you how to, you know, pronounce Anwar. Anwar. Okay. Oh, very cool name. All right, Stacy, you're on with Anwar. <laughs> hey, Anwar. How are you doing? Right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Oh, good. Good. Listening um, listen to all of you. It's it's exciting. You can't help but get like hyped up hearing everyone's stories and the cool things that they're <laughs> Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. It like it's definitely I've, contagious. It just tells you that there's a difference, different paths for, yeah. for getting into the industry. So yes, absolutely. So what do you do in cyber and how long have you been doing it? So for me, uh, just like everybody else, I'm kind of like uh, new into this proper field. I uh, do uh, risk assessment and uh, some governance for a cloud company, small startup here in Austin. Uh, they have a GRC software. And so basically we're trying to get the, the software and the process and the infrastructure state ramp certified basically. So the company can get, can start contracting with state governments. Oh, okay. uh, It's basically similar to a different program at the federal level called FedRAMP mm -hmm. for cloud service providers. So this is basically for one at the state level to work with state agencies for GRC, basically, and uh, currently they they have contracts with uh, some educational uh, institutions, universities. Now they're trying to move into the state contract space. 
Okay. All right. Um, so a couple of questions. Um, okay. So the first one is how did you, how did you land it? How did you get in? So my situation is a little bit different than some of your previous um, guests. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a retired army officer. I okay. just did 20 years in the army. And um, last year, I spent a couple of years in Korea where I retired from. And it was mm -hmm. a little bit difficult to um, speak to people back in the US about doing internships because I knew I was coming back to the U.S. to yeah. live and post-military. And um, uh, it was a little bit difficult to connect with people and do that. So first point, when people talk about networking, absolutely. Networking, talking to people, getting to meet people. Thankfully, in a roundabout way, um, COVID had a silver lining that it enabled a lot of things to move to Zoom and mm -hmm. online and different ways. Um, so it was the second point with, is related to the first one is to have the audacity to try. So the audacity yeah. to look for networking opportunities, get on meetings. Sometimes I would get on meetings at 3 a.m. because it was uh, the corresponding time zone back in the U.S., but I was 14 hours ahead, 15 hours ahead in Korea. I would mm -hmm. wake up at 3 a.m. on a Sunday to be able to make the meeting for the previous Saturday in the U.S., oh, things like that. Yes. So basically, you have to look for opportunities of networking with people or networking about things, opportunities yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, because you can't always just be asking people for things, you know, it's got to be a learning experience, it's got to be a transactional exchange sometimes, whether Absolutely. it's with mentors or with recruiters, and plus every, every meeting that you get under your belt, I mean, it only helps, right? Absolutely, you get to meet other people, uh, increase your LinkedIn, but then also, like you said, don't make it so transactional because it shows that mm -hmm. you're looking for, uh, you, you're actually sharing knowledge, sharing support, sharing everything. And uh, that's how basically you become known and or you know people. So for when I came back, I took a, a, about a couple, couple of months off to move and get all my furniture here and everything mm -hmm. like this, my whole new life. <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, one of the transition programs that we that I was doing with a with a with a with a non nonprofit organization mm -hmm. uh, called Four Block. Shout out to these guys; they do an awesome job helping transitioning service members. One of the people who was a mentor, he showed he he showed up for a session, and I connected with him. And basically, he's the CEO of the company, and I. Talk to him. Hi, how are you? How's life and everything yeah. like this? And eventually, a month later, we connected again. He's like, "Hey, send me your resume. Did you make a, a civilian resume?" So again, all that information you learn from people mm -hmm. like Jacks, like Gerald, when he had yeah. his, you know, about civilianizing your resume and experience. I put that in place, but then you other you ask other people to think to look into yep. it. I did that. I shared it with the with with him. But then the audacity piece is where afterwards I was like, hey, if you know of an of a of a of an internship or anything like this, but then when he mentioned, hey, I'm trying to do the state ramp stuff, I said, Would hey. you can I yeah, I apply know for it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I know, know much about I know a guy, right? <laughs> exactly. Right here. You know, still learning awesome. this GRC and all that. But yeah, that's what that's basically it. So 
always be on the lookout for opportunities and look for education and networking. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. And uh, two things. One, you know, I always say networking is critically important and I'm glad you brought it up and, and you kind of defined it a little bit better too. Like it's not transactional. You can't go into a you know, for lack of a better term, relationship or a community looking just for a job. Hey, you got a job, you got a job, you got a job. Like it's not, it, it's not, it doesn't work that way. You can't approach it that way. And what you did was absolutely spot on. And a famous phrase, I think it's quoted to like a Roman or a Greek named Seneca um, that, you know, they're like, oh, look at this guy. He's so lucky. He, this, he had, he met the CEO and the CEO just gave him a job. I wish I could be so lucky. It's like, no, like luck is preparation and opportunity meeting right? You were putting in the work, grinding, getting up, doing those meetings. You probably had a dozen of these like networking meetings that didn't pan out to anything. And then the one did. So, you know, people got to be real that it's not like the people who are in the roles just like stumbled into them and they're like, Oh, here's a, here's a job. I got it. You know, like I said, had to interview with a couple of other of his uh, directors to get the job, not just like, Oh, I know the CEO here come to work. I still had to do, like I said, the grind. Yeah, exactly. All right, Anna, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for sharing your story and taking time to be part of Simply Cyber. All right. Thank you for the opportunity. Yep. Stacy, our last caller today, before we wrap it up, we are, we, we have blown through the hour limit uh, and I hope you're cool with that. I know I promised you an hour, but we are bringing on uh, our anchor here. This is Rob. Rob is in San Diego. Rob, you are on with Stacy. Hey, Stacy. Hey Rob, how are you? Good, good. Thanks. This is good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's it's exciting stuff, and it's interesting to hear. Like I said, everyone's journey is a little bit different, so it's it's exciting, and it's kind of exciting too to hear all the different roles. Um, so tell yeah. us about what do you do, and how long have you been doing it? Yeah, so I um I got into the field. Well, initially, I I had zero experience in anything related to IT. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I got into the field 23 months ago. Okay. Uh, I was in the field of education. Then we had we had a baby, and I said, "Geez, I gotta maybe get get into something that's going to be a little bit more supportive towards yeah. the family." And so I went back to school to get a, a master's in information systems and started oh, wow. concentrating on cybersecurity. So after uh, a few months of doing that, I kind of was realizing that I wanted to get into the GRC space and. I was applying to jobs, nothing was coming about, but then I, I saw a SOC analyst position mm-hmm. that was uh, in person and a 30 minute drive from where I was living. Um, and the kicker was the third shift. Oh, so, overnight. The, the overnight. So I, um, I thought about it and thought about it and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to apply. And initially I went to the, to the location where the sock was and I knocked on the door with my resume and this guy opens the door and was like what, what, what are you doing here <laughs> and I said I'm here to apply for the sock analyst position he's like oh you're gonna have to do it online and so I went home that same day and I applied online and, I, and within a couple of days I got the call went through the interview process and and uh, I worked the third shift as a sock analyst eventually got promoted to a dedicated sock analyst and, uh, you know, two in the morning drinking uh, cappuccinos and, and, yeah. and, and whatnot with a bunch of other, other guys that were pretty new to the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, well, one thing I'll give as much as the third shift was, was, was rough. 
but it it it, it wasn't as busy as the mm-hmm. first shift or the the second shift. It yeah. did give me time to studying to, to study. Yeah, yeah, yeah that time to study. And um, I'd say within about six or seven months, I got the Security Plus certificate. Was able to do some homework, and um, but then you know, I, I it just it just got you know the, got rough with the family, and and mm-hmm. uh, I was gearing towards something more towards GRC, mm-hmm. and and I got to be honest, Jerry's YouTube videos. This is this is pre master class. This was um, just Jer- Jerry's videos on YouTube yeah. that that really helped me. Uh, get prepared for interviews um so yeah that's awesome that's i'm, I'm, I'm that's really been, glad to hear that thank you yeah that's that's been the journey and, and so currently I'm, I'm working as a uh information security risk analyst okay all right and yeah. so um are you i mean i'm assuming you are pretty public with your with your journey and with sharing and um you're networking about you know everything that you're doing right now yeah, yeah. I um, I'll be honest. It sounded like there was a lot of people making connections within LinkedIn and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I I didn't do any of that. Okay. I, um, yeah, I, I I didn't do much of that. I think just uh, somebody had mentioned it. You know, being yourself and improve. You know, showing that you're passionate about the industry. Yeah. Um, you, you you know you're gonna get lucky. Somebody's gonna see that, and they're gonna be like, oh, this this this. This, this guy could be a diamond in a rough who knows mm-hmm. and uh i think that really really helped and you know i, I had gotten a few other certs along the way just some basic aws mm-hmm. cloud certs and some cisco cert and so i think just showing you know what what i accomplished in just a, sh- a short period of time uh i, I think kind of helped to get me where i am today yeah no yeah, and i, I like that yeah. I like the fact that you you said LinkedIn wasn't for you or, you know, it's not your your preferred method. And you know what? That's fine, too, because obviously it worked. You know, you were able yeah. to do what you thought was important and it was important and you made it work. So, I mean, kudos to you. I like that you, you have your own path. Yeah. 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 And if I was to, you know, end with this is just sometimes you got to do the things you don't want to do. But at the end of the road, there's going to be a benefit. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's how I've been going and just taking the suggestions along the way. Yeah. yeah I appreciate it, Rob. The, the great stories like all around, uh, Rob, I'm going to, I'm going to drop you. So Stacy and I can, uh, wrap up the show, yeah. but thank you for sharing your story yeah. with us and giving your best, best advice. And I'm glad, I'm really happy that you're a member of the Simply Cyber community. All right, guys, take it easy. Thank you. So Stacy, I may, I'd like to, I'd like to share uh, my break-in story. I know I've been around a million years, oh, but, yeah. but I just want to tell you it kind of similar, right? So I, I came in as a software engineer with a computer science degree mm-hmm. during the dot-com bust or, you know, like basically I couldn't get a job. So I was doing construction and I'm telling you, people were like, I'm combining kind of two stories right now, but people were like, Hey, just get a job. Go, go get a job doing an analyst work, like not security analyst. Just go get a job, Jerry. Like, do you really want to be lugging bricks around? And I was yeah. like, you know, I, I am getting shredded, but like, yes, I don't want to do this forever. So, so anyways, um, you know, I, I basically stuck to my guns and committed to it and then kind of, you know, did some work or whatever. 
my first cyber job, right? I, I'm walking my dog, not unlike Rob, I'm walking my dog down the street, just, you know, whatever day. And um, the company I had worked for actually had gone bankrupt. So I'm like unemployed. And I'm like walking my dog. And by the way, I don't live at home or anything. I have bills, right? Oh, and man. I'm walking my dog and I walk by this little converted uh, shoe factory thing that has small businesses in it. One of them says TBG security. I know some people have heard this. I literally just walked in and like knocked on the door. It's a two guy consulting firm, right? It's just like, they kill what they eat uh, or they eat what they kill. And I'm like, hi, like the most naive, like, you know, animate <laughs> your eyes. Hi, I like security guys. And um, can we talk? And they're like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, we own this business. We can do whatever we want. Let's talk. So like, I talked to him for like an hour. This is like pre YouTube, pre discord, pre community. So this is like, <laughs> like web 1.0. So like, and I was like, what do I need to do? Like, how do I get in? What, like, what's the work? What's this? What's that? Very, very interested, very passionate. And we exchanged information and I asked if I could come back in a month and have another conversation. And they said, sure. And they called me in two weeks and they're like, Hey, we just won this big piece of work. And like, we really could use like a grunt to do some of the, like the mm -hmm. grunt work and allow our senior guy to focus more on the senior stuff. What do you say? And I was like, I say, yes. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> You know, so no interviews, kind of like mm -hmm. Stacey Feldman. Um, but again, much like Anwar said, I didn't go to that. I didn't knock on that door so I could ask for a job. I, I knocked on the door to connect with them and share and, 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 and see if I could contribute or help them in some way. And that, you know, obviously pinwheeled into what has become me. So, uh, yeah, so it's good. Um, guys, I want to share with you. I thought that this stream was absolutely spectacular. Stacy. there has been overwhelming support and love Yay. for your hosting abilities. I'm going to have to be careful or I'm going to lose Simply Cyber. You're going to be the new face <laughs> of Simply Cyber and just I'll be the guy who used to be here. Um, <laughs> no, but genuinely, did you enjoy the hosting experience? Yeah, no, I really loved talking to everybody. Like I said, it was interesting to see, like, just hear the different um, titles and their stories are all like have a similar thread that are all very unique and different. Um, but I am bummed. I wasn't able to like, I'm not seasoned enough to keep up with chat and comments. So I, yeah. I missed out on all those. But no, it was, it was, it's been awesome. Yeah, genuinely appreciate it. All right, guys. I saw a couple recommendations in here to go long, which is why we did an extra 20 minutes. I also saw a recommendation. Stacy, if you're interested, another stream idea that would be similar to this is having more senior people in the industry. Ooh. So all senior people come in and talk about wh what they're seeing mistakes that uh, people who are trying to break in make wow. from, from their perspective. You know what I mean? So we could probably that schedule fun. that if, if you're yeah. interested in, in, in doing it again. For sure. No, that sounds awesome. Like I have a ton of questions. Yeah, that'd be cool. Super cool. All right. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, let me just tease out really quickly. So I got a special uh, surprise or whatever. So some of you may know who this guy is. This is Rob Lee. He's like the CEO of Dragos, which is like the industrial control system security company. Like, like when Colonial Pipeline happens, they call Rob Lee. Like when there's problems with OT, they call Rob Lee. He's coming on to Simply Cyber Live next week as our guest to talk about um, ICS, OT, the current state of it, challenges. I mean, there's a lot going on with, um, I don't even know if we're going to get into like Ukraine and, and the recent attack on their electrical grid that failed and all this other stuff. But I'm super pumped uh, to have Rob Lee on. So I hope you guys can join us 
for that particular live stream. It's going to be fantastic. Obviously, we have first things first, your morning cybersecurity threat briefing tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. I hope you can join us for that as well. Stacy, before we say goodbye to the Simply Cyber community, do you have any final uh, things to share? Um, no, thanks y'all for being so nice and welcoming me. This is my first stream ever. It's like, I don't know, it was scary and but really, really fun. Um, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to chat with y'all, talk with y'all more. But um, no, you guys have been great. Thank you for having me. And thank you, Jerry, sure. for having me too. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. My, my pleasure, Stacey. You did wonderful. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for Simply Cyber Live this week. We hope to see you tomorrow on First Things First, or at least next Thursday for Rob Lee and Simply Cyber Live. Until next time, stay secure. <laughs>